0: Our spirit, what is it? Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Rene is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit. And now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now your host, Diet Renee.
1: Good morning, everybody. How is everybody doing this beautiful Monday morning? So I'm in the midst of a racing crash job. This is Diet Renee here, and this on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. Here every Monday morning, where I do start this morning with a small discussion based on something Spirit gives me. And then we go on to our guest. And my guest today is Mr. Ray Savannah. Savino. Savannah, Savino,
2: Savino,
1: oh, Savino. I need to get better with names, guys. I need to get better with names. Um. I just all of a sudden looked at my calendar and I was like, oh my God, it's all messed up. I need to straighten this out because that was going to drive me baddie. So I apologize. Good morning, Miss Michelle. Good morning from YouTube. I'm going to do a real quick thing here and I'm going to start sharing. No, can't. I almost left the site all together. Oh, I almost accidented my butt all the way out of the show. That would have been interesting. What do you think? Um, as always, I'm going to share the Share everything a little bit everywhere. Just kind of, you know, what they got this all messed up on me. They've Facebook has moved everything everywhere on me, and I'm like, I don't know where I'm going with anything anymore. So I do want to kind of get in here really quick and say, you know, and just kind of share to the masses. Um, to do it not if not people later on tell me oh my god i couldn't find you and you know and i get it not everybody goes to the station i mean it's where we kind of like everybody to go but we understand that so you know what we do then is we go that extra mile and we just kind of share it everywhere else so people can find it and get on there kind of see what's going on so that's what i'm doing so and this morning i'll tell you what first thing i thought myself this morning was hey spirit what do you want me to talk about and i heard crickets
2: oh my god guys
1: i heard crickets i was like oh so i went to all my normal sources and it was like no and no and no and no and i was like oh my god spirit and i realized right before i came on i was like spirit you still haven't given me anything so they literally just told me to pull a card so i did and I'm gonna talk about the card in a second here. I just need to kind of I need to kind of bring it up and where we're going with everything and what we're doing. Uh, my brain is my brain is on like slow motion today, guys. It's like one-tracked brain today, and I don't even know why. It's just really one-tracked, um, which is you know not abnormal for me, as you guys know. But today it really seems to be worse. It feels like it's gonna be one of those days, and I don't know about you guys, but have you ever had those days where it's like you can multitask like nobody's business, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, 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 not multitasking. today, we're just gonna hit this one task at a time instead. And that's where my head is right now today. My head is like one task at a time, and I'm really hoping it's not like that all day long because I got a boatload of stuff to get done. Boatload of stuff. but that being said, I think I got all this down. Where is everybody this morning? Um, I'm back to the normal comments so I can say, hey, how you doing to everybody? Um, but they told me this morning to pull a card. Okay, so I pulled the card. And, you know, I pulled it from the Beyond um, Lumeria, Lumeria cards. Oh, guys, I bought a new deck. I was thinking about you guys. And I pulled the card. I'm like, I don't need any more decks. I was at the space that I go and do readings for once in a while. And I, I walked up the wall, and I thought, I'm not going to get a new deck. I don't need a new deck. And sure enough, I pull a card. card just speaks to me right now. Guess who bought a new deck? Although the facility didn't have the deck. they out of stock, so I bought it through Amazon. I, I'm that person. If I can't get it when I want it, I'm going to buy it through Amazon and get it in two days. And that's what I did. But it's the Moonology deck. So that's supposed to be here, I believe, tomorrow. So maybe we'll use that next week. Oh Tara and Jodie are together. Yay! Awesome. Hi guys. Um <laughs> good morning to both of you. Okay, so I want to talk about the card I pulled today. And to me, it was like, holy crap. And that was one thing I did get from Spirit this morning is that we are literally in I, I literally wanted to kind of come in. First thing I heard from them was I need to ask you, have you guys done your homework? Have you are you on this journey? Are you figuring things out? Are you looking deeper? Are you Getting rid of that crap that no longer serves you, you know, are you just kind of getting through all that wonderful stuff? Good morning, Miss Erin, you know, and that was the first thing, and it really was fleeting, it was in and out. So then I pulled the card, and it's, a, it's an Earth Star Chakra initiation card. Isn't that gorgeous? Isn't that go- all these cards are gorgeous. It says, You are standing at a gateway into the unknown with trust in your heart, ancient remembering in your soul, and excuse me, inner illumination um, to light the way. You have access to the seed of creation, the spark of existence, the codes that hold the blueprints of who and what we are. This place is clear and grounded, despite moving through multidimensional realms and able to bridge worlds while functioning in physical reality. The higher you reach for the divine and the realms of spirit, the more important it is to anchor deeply to the earth good morning stephanie good morning kevin and i'll tell you what i thought that card made so much sense and all of a sudden when they you know when i got that first fleeting thought oh my god i gotta get comfortable guys when i got that first fleeting thought to ask oh my gosh have you guys done your homework did you kind of look at those things that really weren't serving you anymore and kind of getting rid of them and and i had we had a fabulous discussion last week about a lot of that And uh and really over the last few weeks. If you think about every week is really built on the next week. It's it's strange how spirit does that. But this week was kind of like when I pulled the card, it was the why. Why are we doing this? Why do we go through this hell called earth? I mean, come on, guys. You know, this place is magical. It's mystical. It's marvelous. It's all of that, but it's also crap. It's hard. It's, it's just heavy it's so much you know and it's like gosh and I will tell you what the question that just runs through my head and I think a lot of people out there think about this is you know what if heaven is so amazing that the afterlife is so awesome and oh my gosh everything's about love and it's pain-free and there's no stress and there's no ego why the hell would we choose to come here good morning Lori why the hell would we why would why would we come here why would we Go through the crap that we go through, you know why? You know, and and then once we're here, why why do you have why do you come on and listen to me every week and says dig into your shit, dig into your crap, clean out your closets, you know, clean out your life, you know, and then it's like gosh, you know, and we do that, and sometimes while we're going, and I'm not sometimes most of the time when we're going through this, it's oh my god, life just gets difficult, doesn't? I mean, it gets difficult, it gets hard to do all this. But nobody ever says why, why? Now, as I've told you guys, and I've explained it before, but I think this card explains it even better. You know, when we're souls, it's all about divine love. It's all about beauty and love, unconditional, ever forgiving, nothing to forgive, amazing, amazing love. And it's, wow. But that's all the soul has. Now, when we're sitting on this side, we're going, oh, my God, I would love to have that. I would love to live in a world because that's what we always strive for, don't we? We always, I mean, when you ask people if they have an inner wish, what do most people say? A world free of violence, a world of peace, a world that love is just love. I mean, the list is Endless. But rarely do you ever hear somebody pop up of us, Marilyn, or not Marilyn Mansion, yeah, Marilyn um, shows up to the party. Really, do you have anybody to say, I want crap. You know, we all want a place that there's no disease and no this and no that. And it, so we can live in peace and harmony, yes. But that's what we want while we're here. And I think the reason we want is because the soul knows it. But the soul understands it's gotta come here, it's gotta get into this body, it's gotta go through all of the hell. Oh and I'm gonna say hell because we look at it as hell. It's it's the soul doesn't look at it that way. We do. We do once it gets into the body, we start looking at things as this is hell and this is hard and this is traumatic and, and it and, and rightfully so. It is hard and it can be traumatic. But the soul looks at it and just goes, you know what, this is what I need. To learn, to understand, to grow, to get closer to the divine. Make sense? The soul has to go through this. And it has to go through things repeatedly. I mean, that's why we have past lives. That's why we have that reincarnation. That's why all of that exists, so that the soul can have multiple opportunities to come and learn multiple of different things. And that's pretty incredible. I love how that system is defined, you know, to do that. And so many people, I and I hear this from so many people, this is my last, I'm not doing this anymore, blah, 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 blah. I know this is my last go around, blah, 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 blah. And I, I put that and I always, excuse me, I got something stuck in my throat. I always kind of chuckle inside to myself on that one, and I do. Why? Because when we get back, now, one major thing, if you're in the shit, if you're in the shit and you have not gotten to a point in life where, you know what, life is just back to being magical and you understand it all, you get it, you understand it, and you're a source of divine for people here, a.k.a. Mother Teresa, Wayne Dyer, Possibly a Louise, hey, you know, people of this, stat Dalai Lama, and of course the Dalai Lama keeps coming back. But we can't put him in there. But unless you're a person like that, you know, DuPont Chakra, you're more than likely coming back again. Why? Because your soul hasn't gotten to that point where you understand it all. And you're, you're ready to level up. You're ready just to jump up on that boop, boop, boop all the way to the top because that's what happens when you get through this lifetime and you learn it all and you experience everything. That's when your soul doesn't want to come back. And it's not, it doesn't have to come back. It doesn't want to come back. It doesn't need to. There's no reason for it. And that's really simple, isn't it? It's really simple. And trust me, when we get back, no matter how hard this lifetime is, When we get back and we go through and we kind of debrief it all and we get all these beautiful aha moments going on, so many aha moments. It's incredible that the soul goes, wow, wow, but I missed this lesson or I missed this experience or boy, I uh, didn't get in the line for that one. I want to go back again. I want to learn something more. And the next lifetime, might be created easier excuse me I mean I'm speaking a lot of, I I'm, I'm pushing through a lot here I guess because I keep I'm kind of irpy with this and I'm always a person throat chakra of things are getting up and things are moving you're I'm releasing is what I'm doing and uh, maybe I'm trying to understand some of this myself but when you go through this your soul just decides to come back. Good morning. Is that Tim or is that Deidre? Or who is the last person that said good morning, Diet? Um, I need to just pop up on the Facebook group and see that. Anyway, um, so and I hope that makes sense to everybody. I hope that makes sense to everybody because it really is. Um, it is an initiation. It is a, wow, I get to do this again. Wow, this is incredible. Wow. You know what I mean? Uh, oh good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh my god, who is it? It's not showing anywhere who the good morning is. Unless it's Kevin, it might be Kevin, I'm not sure. Um, <clears throat> nope, I got Kevin there. I don't know who that is. So that's really where the initiation is. And that's the beginning of this card, isn't it? This is the why. This is uh, um, the why, you know, because if we if I break this down. It's that, you know, you are always standing at this, you know, we're, we're running through this life and we never know, do we? We never know. We just try to do better. We try to understand. We try to get through it. And and sometimes it's small. And sometimes when you can step back, you can see the bigger pictures. But it's always unknown. Okay. Trust that this life you're leading, leading. Not all of it, not all of it was divined or placed together in the blueprint before you got here. You have major things, major things you want to accomplish. And that was the blueprint that you, you put down. And you all have access to that. All you have to do is a little bit of meditation going in to kind of see what that is. Now, well, why we're here in this body, and things get crazy, we decide to have this thing called free will, and we are all over the place. Oh, good morning, Miss Pam. Um, all over the place. We we do we we are running around with our heads cut off. We're some of us are sitting back, going, "Oh my gosh, I don't want to make the wrong decision." We'll sit on a, uh, sit on a de- decision for days, weeks, sometimes even years afraid to make a bad decision, and other people make them like they're changing their underwear. But it doesn't matter how fast or how slow you make these decisions, you're still going to get to the same place. And you're still going to get there at the same time. One time might be a little bit hard, you know, one one path might be a little bit harder, while one path is a little bit easier. But I'll tell you what, when you sit back and you listen to your guides, they're going to help you they're going to help you to navigate the easier the lifetime, it's the easier the pass. Okay. Now the big thing that's really talked about also with this card is grounding. Grounding, God, that's that's really, boy, that's a struggle, isn't it? Oh my gosh. Grounding is always a struggle because it is. Um, it's one of those fancy dancy words, and you know, it shouldn't be, but it really turns into one of those fancy dancy words because it means so much. It really is everything. Grounding and breath are life, they really are. Because the only way to get higher in this world is to ground yourself. If you think about a tree, they tell you that a tree is only as tall as deep as roots are. So if you have a tree that's ten feet tall, the roots are going to be ten feet deep. Think about them, red the redwoods over in in Wash is it Washington, California. Think about how deep their roots are to sustain a tree so tall. And you have to think about yourself the same way. For you to get a divine higher, you have to ground yourself deeper. And I know it doesn't necessarily feel like that it should be, especially for anybody that's new into this world of metaphysics. I'm telling you what, I remember those days of being brand new. It was awesome, it was great because energy was cool and I was an addict. And oh my god, how high can I get? How high can I get? And that's really what it was. How I loved the energy rush. I loved That connection, I love that feeling of feeling alive. It was so awesome. It was incredible. But it also came with being flighty, being uncontrolled, burnt out, exhausted. Life fell apart. All of those things. And it's incredible, that feeling of not being grounded. But when it comes to life with it all, it just doesn't work. So in order to know how to navigate, you have to ground. And you do have to hold your feet firmly on the ground. You have to imagine roots growing from your feet. You have to go hug trees. You have to go play with your dog in the snow. You, you, you know You have to learn to breathe and just allow things to leave the body. And you have to take all those hidey, flighty, eerie, fairy feelings and let them go so we can come back to this reality. And the reason for that, it really is, the reason for that, it's getting warmer here, guys. Um, Maybe not, I don't know. Um, The reason for that is because when we're up there, we can't process very well. I mean we really can't get pro we can't process very well. It's it's and they're show oh really thank you. They're showing me um you know when they people do those tests with alcohol, okay? And they literally they start doing something functioning, you know, doing some higher function thing and I don't know. And they take a drink, you know, or they take a shot. And then they keep trying to function, blah blah blah, and then you know, an hour, half hour later, whatever they take a shot and they keep trying to function, and then they take a shot, and sooner or later, you're starting to feel really good, and you think you're functioning really well, but you're really not, and then next thing you know, you're kind of on the downhill slide, and grounding does the same thing, energy does the same thing, we're all high up in the air with it, we're really not functioning very well, you know, it's kind of like being high all the time, being drunk all the time, so we have to ground so that we can process, we have to ground so that we can understand everything and that's really what that's all about it's it's really about processing everything now people you know I know somebody out there is probably listening going well you just said when we get to the other side we're going to process this that and the other well yeah we do but the more you can process here the less you have to process there the more you can understand here the less fiasco you're going to cause for yourself here. And the more you're going to be able to do or do more of what you came here to do. And potentially the less lifetimes that you're going to have to come here for. Does
2: that make sense?
1: I mean, because if you look back some some good old days, you know, go back a few centuries. Say, I mean Mikey, Vikings or um, some other, you know, more ancient... Um, you know people you go back to them and they really had kind of one thought process one thought process and it wasn't about learning and growing and growth it was about survival and it was survival against the wilderness and survival against um, the bear and survival against their own people and then maybe a neighboring tribe but really they never stopped to think about why was the reason for all of it They just did it. And life pride became very one note. And they went back and they learned how to survive. The whole lifetime might have been about survival and that's it. But they really weren't able to experience anything else within it or very little else within it. And that gets to be kind of crazy. So when we spend in this lifetime grounding and we spend time processing, downloading, whatever you want to call these things we really get to a point where we start to understand things and we start to understand them on a deeper depth, much deeper depth. You know, I don't know about you, but I know I spent this morning. I mean, my dreams were, were processing more, um, much easier than they have in the past. So they weren't horrific dreams, but processing more that's going on in my mind. And I woke up to more thoughts that necessarily I don't want in my mind, but are a lot calmer than what they've been before in the past. But it was a different level of processing. It's a different level of understanding. And it's a different level of growth. And it's incredible because I can tell you, I was thinking about some of these things a month ago. And these are things that I don't choose to bring up. They just pop up in my head. But I process them to a certain level. And now I'm processing even deeper. I'm getting to a bigger picture of things, that bigger reason as to why. And it gets really incredible when we do that. And I will continue to process the same stuff until I get to the point of just basically like completely understanding why, why did I do this? Why did I experience this? Why did I have to have this growth? And it's incredible when you do that. And I will tell you when you do that, when you go to those depths, life really does become a little bit easier. Because you start to look at everything else in a different way. And then life isn't as hard as it may have been prior. As it was prior. We start to navigate easier. We start to get through things easier. We start to process things easier. We start to see the bigger picture faster. And it's incredible when we do that. It's unbelievably incredible how all of a sudden life starts to get easier. And it's funny because I look at my grandparents and my parents and and friends that are older, and they all and I will tell you, I'm getting to that age myself where, you know, they'll tell you, you know, the young, the 20s and the 30s are for the young. That's when you're supposed to be stupid. That's when you're not, you're supposed to make your mistakes. That's when you're supposed to be like all over the place. But what happens when you get older? It's because you've gone through a lot of those lessons you figured it out. And when you get older, you just figure out, God, why am I making this so hard on myself? And you stop making it so hard on yourself. And you start to process things faster and see things faster and understand things faster, and it's pretty amazing. It's because you've learned how to ground, and you've learned that everything is for experience, and everything is just magical. So I hope you guys this week are continuing the lessons of earlier weeks and you're continuing this growth and continuing to dig through the clutter of your closets in your life and releasing those things that no longer are serving you. And I hope now you understand the whys to why we do this stuff and why we're just trying to make life easier and simpler on ourselves. Okay. With that being said, everybody, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll have Mr. Ray with us. This is I here on School Through Spirit with WLTKdb.com.
0: If you're a fan of the paranormal world, then you'll love WLTKDB Talk Radio. Talk shows bringing you the latest on everything paranormal, cryptozoological, metaphysical, true crime, psychic readings, and more. The truth is here and now on WLTKDB Talk Radio at WLTKDB.com.
1: Everybody, welcome back. This is Jet Renee here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB. This morning, my guest—he is RTL Paranormal President and Owner of—I'm so going to say this wrong—FluMary Promotions. Um, I've gotten to know him just over time through Facebook and just the incredible stuff he does. And I would like to welcome Mr. Ray in here. Hello.
3: Well, well hello. How are you?
1: Just fantastic. Fantastic. I was wondering what your voice would sound like.
3: You sound like a New Yorker.
1: <laughs> oh, I sound like a New Yorker. I'll be here in a few weeks.
3: <laughs> let me make it uh, more stereotypical. How are you doing?
1: Oh, so much better. You just put me in the Good Fellows movie. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. Hello, hello, hello. So can you tell us a little bit about you, Ray?
3: Well... Uh, let's see. Uh, Two thousand and nine, I founded RTL Paranormal. Well, let me let me rewind a little bit. Um, back in the nineties, uh, mid nineties, I was living in Pennsylvania and I had my first um, actual paranormal experience okay. in my apartment, which had me very intrigued about the afterlife and and ghosts and spirits and, um, but it didn't really uh kick in the drive until the TV show started coming in on TV and I was like, my gosh, people are like me that actually are doing this. Yeah. So um a couple of years later, uh, I moved from one end of Virginia to the to the other. I'm I'm living in Williamsburg, Virginia now, which is the epicenter of basically American history. You have Uh, Jamestown Settlement, you have Colonial Williamsburg, um, and Yorktown, where basically we've had um, uh, settlers and Native uh, American um, skirmishes, I would say, Um, uh, revolutionary, as well as um, Civil War history here, and plantation homes, as far as the eye can see. So it was an ideal place for a paranormal investigator to start living in. Um, So when I was here, uh, I'm going to age myself a little bit, back when MySpace was popular.
1: (laughs) um, I can still get into mine, so (laughs) hey.
3: I can't get into mine, and I don't know how to. And after looking at all the pictures, I don't think I want to, but um, uh, I I was. Uh, I looked for other people like myself who were interested in the paranormal and got myself in uh, a, para- a paranormal group here. Um, didn't like the way um, they ran their group. It was more of getting together and playing World of Warcraft on the on the computer. Yeah. And I'm too old for that. And uh, now, if it was Pac Man or something, I would, I'm all in it. But. Yeah. Um, I really wanted to learn more about the afterlife and the paranormal. So uh, along with a few other people, uh, I founded RTL Paranormal in 2009. And um, just like any other paranormal group, you know, I emailed hundreds of places. I would probably, no exaggeration, probably between 50 to 75 emails a week just to try to get into locations and stuff. And um, once our foot was in the door um, with a couple of locations, we were blessed enough that we had um, more opportunities to investigate the paranormal at different locations and um, learn about our craft and to uh, better ourselves in the way of, of investigating. And, um, throughout that, we slowly, um, and very proudly made a name for ourselves in in our community, um, to the point where we had an idea about giving back to the community by doing public ghost hunting events. Oh, so we would do public ghost hunting events all throughout Hampton Rose, Virginia, um, along with, uh, doing things with um, the military bases Um, we're probably one of the very few in the virginia area that have been personal personally invited to active military bases to investigate claims of paranormal activity at some of these locations Um, that's cool uh, for example uh, the matthew jones house at fort eustis army base Um, we investigated um, a retired Uh, Navy tugboat that was also, once it retired, um, the Coast Guard acquired it, and it's it's a cool story, because if you ever watched The Perfect Storm with George Clooney, um, that that tugboat that's that's in the movie that went to go save everybody, that was the tugboat that we investigated.
2: Oh, that's so cool.
3: Unfortunately, for you ladies, George Clooney wasn't there when we investigated, but I'm not George
1: Clooney. Um, now, viewed, you would to put Sean Connery on that boat, different story. Cool.
3: <laughs> Sean Connery was dreamy. <laughs> he was. Um,
1: you but, uh, get older like him. So,
3: <laughs> and um, also the 633rd contracting building at Langley Air Force Base. Um, nice. So we also do um, volunteer work. Um, the army base, uh, Fort Eustis, they do a, a Halloween event every year for the children
2: mm-hmm.
3: where they have, um, they use the transportation museum where they have all the vehicles and planes throughout history there. Um, and the mannequins, they replace the mannequins with live mannequins. So when the children walk through with their little um, trick-or-treat bags and stuff, they um, they look like they're looking at mannequins when they pop out, they kind of get shocked a little bit and they hand candy for the kids. So I think, you know, that's pretty cool. Um, so with all that being done, I started to realize that um, how much I enjoyed doing public ghost hunting events. I like, I don't know, maybe I'm getting older in my, my old age and getting a little bit softer, but I enjoy watching the expressions on people's faces when they investigate and they learn about the equipment um and stuff like that so we started doing our own um you know we started doing more of our uh, rtl paranormal um ghost hunting events Mm
2: -hmm. where
3: we incorporated junior ghost hunting events where the kids can come and learn about what they're watching on tv and what's great good about it is um the part that I enjoy is without them even knowing it, they're learning basic skills, you know, when they get older, like um, they learn about taking notes mm-hmm. um, when they do. When you, you do client reveals, you're, you're basically doing public speaking Yeah. Um, when you go to the library or find try to find information on locations and stuff uh, you're doing research. Um, you know stuff that they don't like to learn, but they didn't realize they were actually learning it because they were too busy having fun. Um, and also, my favorite part is they're bonding with their parents while doing it. Um, so the more we did these events, the more I enjoyed it. But unfortunately, like a lot of parent, uh, a lot of public ghost hunting events, we felt it was starting to get boring. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I asked Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and everybody that was going to give me uh, little treats and gifts to um, give me money Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I could save up and get the guys from uh, the TV show Ghost Hunters to come to a couple of our events. Yeah. So we had um, uh, Brian Murray, Rochelle Stratton, um, Mustafa Gadolari, and... um, Daryl Marston from the TV show Ghost Hunters to do a couple of events for us. And um, I guess they liked how we ran our events to the point where I was asked to be uh, a talent manager. So um, they were having some issues with their talent manager at the time. So I kind of, of course, I said yes. And that was about two months before the pandemic started oh, no. <laughs> when it comes to a lot of things, I have the worst luck. So, um, No, I get it, it
1: because, you know, spirit told me I was doing this full time, February 10th of 2020.
3: It was about that time. It was about that time too.
1: I quit nursing less than three weeks before the pandemic.
3: <laughs> and when it was at the height of the pandemic, where a lot of historical places were closing down the schools were down um it was a bit of a struggle to do events and so because the regulations always change and yeah. if you're doing events at different states you got you have to deal with different regulations so um and believe it or not considering the circumstances we were doing okay we were following the guidelines and for each state and how many people can go to these events and then you have to separate the seats and it, it was just a hot mess but um we did pretty good and um you know th- throughout the years the talent has changed um and this year i, I to be honest we have so many new talent um, mm-hmm. i still represent uh kristen lumen and, and mustafa from uh ghost hunters But we have new talent that we're representing that I can't I I can't be more happy about because um, it's different when you um, represent people that have already established. Mm -hmm. But when you have people that are new to the field and fresh in these, you can see their passion in it. Right. And they not only want to learn, but they want to share what they learned. It sparks your interest again. It reignites your passion for it. And it makes I'm very truly blessed with the talent that I'm representing now. And, um, 2023 is going to be an interesting year for you for us a, a fun year for flumery promotions flumery
1: i knew i was gonna mess it up so i really? knew it and anybody that listens to this show goes Diet screws it up i screw up pronunciation <laughs> you're lucky i got ray right believe it or not.
3: <laughs> it's a funny story about the ray thing because my real name is rafael and when i was a kid um Uh, My little brother, we were picking out names for my little brother, and I got tired of everybody calling me everything but Raphael because I couldn't pronounce it right. So at the time, I was really into boxing, and my two favorite uh, boxers were Sugar Ray Leonard and Ray Boom Boom Mancini. So I picked Ray. So Uh, there you
1: go. I love that. I think it's funny because my name is DeYette. Very few people, nobody can pronounce it. But literally over the last year, I'm like, I'm going to really fight to learn to pronounce things. I'm like, I've been really like trying. All of a sudden, people are starting to pronounce my name correctly. Like first time, I'm like, I've spent 50 plus years. (laughs) So I guess if I try a little bit, people will try a little bit. You know? I know some of your new talent. And holy cow, you got... You got some good people on your roster.
3: I do, and I and I can't be any more. and And believe it or not, I think I might have a couple of more popping up soon. So, yep, fasten your seatbelts. We're gonna have a fun ride this year.
1: I'm gonna. I can't wait to watch it. I can't. I, I'm in the background watching it, going, whoo-hoo, There he goes again."
3: <laughs> well, from what I hear, from you know, standing at the water cooler, there's somebody that um, might be part of Flumery. Right?
1: I would, t- you know what? <laughs> a person just might say yes.
3: <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. You
1: heard it here, Guys, you hear to hear. I love it. So I want to go back. I want to hear more about the talent. Because actually, somebody and I want to answer this question. Answer this question for somebody. They're like, what is a talent manager? Uh,
3: a talent manager, as far as I'm concerned, I, I'm not. I'm not your typical talent manager. I didn't go to college. I didn't take business management or anything, but I do have a passion um, for the paranormal and it's not just ghost hunting. Um, And because of the way I was brought up by my father, um, I really care about the people that I represent. Um, I do my very best to not, um, if I say I'm gonna do something, Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do my very best to do that mm-hmm. um, so what I do as a talent manager is um, I look for locations that are suitable for the talent to do something uh, an event at whether it's a ghost hunting event a gallery reading um, a speak a speaker uh, events stuff mm-hmm. like that um, and it just depends on like I really pay attention to the, the talent that I talk to and how they come across to me and really get a feel for them. And then I look for places that would be a good fit for them, yeah. not just throwing them at events at different locations. I want it so that um, you don't want to put you don't want to mix oil with vinegar. So because it doesn't doesn't work unless it's an Italian salad. But uh, (laughs) um, but you want to make sure that everything is so much in sync and perfect that the guests that do go to the event um, are not only going to enjoy themselves. They're going to talk about it and have memories and want to come back to the next event and see what else we have going on. Um,
2: That makes sense
3: that's like, I don't, I'm not knocking all, all the other event companies cause I'm not, they can do their thing. But, um, from some of the messages that I've gotten from people about other events is, uh, well about our events are, um, what they like about it is because I bring a little bit of my dad's, um, the way he, I was brought up with my father. My father was born in Italy. That's where Flumery comes from. He was born in Flumery. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, as part of, you know, I'm half Italian, half Argentinian.
2: Mm-hmm. So
3: family, family is um, really important to us. Right. So what I try to do is, and as well as everybody that works for Flumery in and in RTL, um, we make it, A family feel kind of event where and when I say that, I mean that when you come to the event, by the time you leave, you feel like as if you've known everybody for years. Um, And I I really enjoy that because um, that's where you get your business card, your your smile, your the way you present yourself to people. Oh. Um, the way you treat people, that's your business card. Yep. Um,
2: I and, agree.
3: and I really enjoy making people happy. Um, it's one of the things I enjoy doing and to be able to do it in a field where I have love for it is, is fun, you know, um, and I, I just, I, I can't stop smiling about it when I think about it because, um, Throughout my life, I've always struggled to find myself and um, and find what I have a passion for. Mm-hmm. And when I started doing the paranormal with RTL and then eventually with Flumery Promotions, um, I kind of found it. Like I found the missing piece to the puzzle. So... Um, I want to share how I feel and how the other people under flumery promotions feel with everybody else's out there. So the way I do stuff, it's not business minded,
2: mm-hmm.
3: but it's more um, personal. If that makes I, sense? I,
1: it makes sense to me because I'm honestly, I'm, I'm thinking about so many different scenarios in my own head because like when I stated I was a nurse. I was an agency nurse most of my career. You know, I would say 95% of it, I was an agency nurse. And my, the company I would work for is like, you work for us, you did it. I'm like, you know what? My name is Diet. If I screw up, they're not going to remember your name. They're going to remember my name. You know what I mean? If if I come in, you know, my name isn't Sarah. It's not Sue. It's not something they're going to go, oh, this person that works for this company. No, it's mine. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it was like um, I get that, you know, and coming in with um, I always came in very professional, very whatever. But I always came in with a different level than somebody else possibly next to me, just because of that, you know. It was gonna, my name made things stick with me, no matter what mm-hmm. I did. And they just I, I get stuck with it, you know. So I get oh, I, it.
3: I, you know? I completely understand how you feel because um, and. Because, you know, with Flumery and everything, this, unfortunately, this ugly face is what they they see and remember. Um, but um, I'm just the person behind the curtain, like, a, you know, like the Wizard of Oz movie. There's a tons of people under Flumery that um, run the events for me. I have a great group, paranormal group. I have great talent. Um all I do is I find their locations and they do everything else. That's how great they are. And they're the ones that put in all the work. Um, they keep telling, you know, I keep getting messages and stuff about, oh, your event. No, it's not my event. It's our events. And they do a great job. And um, I can't praise them enough um, for all the hard work they do. They They do stuff that you wouldn't even imagine, like they make our they make um one of them pat is made has made our uh travel mugs and uh she's in the process of making flumery It's like she doesn't have to do this and she's doing it out of her own time and money um which eventually I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to fix that but uh um just they just go out of their way and and that's what i love about it it's one big family um Uh, During the summer, I was going through some hard stuff and my family was there and they made sure that I was okay. They checked up on me um, and stuff like that, because they understand. You you know, like Mm
2: -hmm.
3: even though you have a personal life, your business can't stop.
1: No, it Um, doesn't.
3: And then when when you have kids and then you have a primary job. you don't have time to think or worry about stuff, and unfortunately, life hands you stuff that you're going to have to deal with. And unfortunately, at times it's a little bit overwhelming. But I, like I said, I have the family there that um, that I couldn't be any more happier to have. So,
1: and I love that. And I don't know if you know Christy Ayers. I do. She, she says, "Hey, not allowed to call yourself ugly. Just saying." And I yeah, agree with her because when you said that, I have to agree with Christy. It took me back to when I made the banner for this, you went, Oh, you made me looking not nice or sophisticated or intelligent." I thought you took the picture. I just took it from your Facebook site and made it bigger.
3: That's <laughs> kind of funny about uh, you. Talk about the, uh, the picture because.
1: Yeah. I up that picture. <laughs>
3: my oldest, my oldest son is part of flumery as our photographer. And he, his name is Nick, uh, Nick Beckner. And, He takes incredible photos. Um,
1: Amazing photos. So, if
3: you ever need some headshots, let me know.
1: Well, why didn't you tell me before? Three days ago, I just put a deposit down for some new ones.
3: (laughs) I will take that deposit back, and we'll talk
1: next next time. I think I'll be in the. I I think I'll be in the seat for more more pictures soon. Anyway, but I don't know. I I
3: think so too.
1: Oh, there you go. I think you're psychic. (laughs) I do want to talk about that picture. Because obviously you're on you're on a ghost hunt. You're on you're on a paranormal investigation. That picture, I, I know you have to be. What is the white light coming up from the ground behind you? Do you know? Because I know that came up in the picture, and everybody went, "What is that?" And you either you either debunked it or not.
3: Well, um, we did an investigation of the Clifton uh, Five Theater in Huntington, um, Pennsylvania, with Clifton Paranormal. And um, we were actually in the base, No, well, I'm not the base. Well, I don't know what you would call it. I guess the basement of the theater. Um, we were actually underneath the theater, and it's a crawl space that you have to like bend over. And um, oh. we were doing an experiment on the on the far back of the uh, the uh, of the crawl space where we had um, some some balls. Uh, cap balls and other uh uh we had a edi i believe over there Mm -hmm. and we were checking it out and the white light i believe could be something from a flashlight
2: okay if i'm not
3: mistaken um, I have to look at it a little bit more. I just thought it was a cool picture of myself because I really have cool pictures of myself. That's
1: really cool. I'll tell you that was a really good. you you do a lot with covering the face and with hats and this. And I'm like, I'm like I'm gonna find a picture where he's not doing all of
2: that.
3: <laughs> well, I, I take my hat off now, but the the glare from the window, you won't be able to do anything. Might, <laughs> might set the whole place on fire.
1: You can be like me, and I mean, I've got my office, and then I put blankets on top really? of windows to fight the light. See, it just looks angelic. Look Is at it? You. If you take the screenshot, it looks angelic around you. How the light's behind you.
3: Well, I don't. Yeah, I put the hat on so you don't see the horns.
1: <laughs> I just seen the halo, so you're in trouble. There you go. It was all angelic, and I think anybody on here just seen the, the glow around you.
3: Well, so,
1: That's my story, Ray. <laughs>
3: um but the Clifton 5 Theater in Pennsylvania is a great place and it's run once again it was Clifton Paranormal is a group of friends which is similar to RTL Paranormal how we started that actually work at the theater and they know everything about that theater in and out the history and everything and that's what's great about this group um where we you know we became friends and um so when they invited us to investigate, um, it was very cool because um, it was after uh, the last group of people left from watching a movie and we just had the access to the whole place. And to be able to investigate every little nook and cranny and mm-hmm. be able to capture some some data that um, we can't explain. I, I used the word data because um i don't like the word evidence right because it's not it's not evidence um right. unless you can 100% prove what it is then it's not evidence of paranormal um we collect information that um whether we can explain or not the stuff that we can't explain we don't call it evidence and it's kind of like, it's the same thing when we do a client reveals. When we do a client reveal,
2: yeah. we're
3: not doing it to um, with the information that we gather that we can't explain. We don't insinuate that it's paranormal or spirits. We let the homeowner or the business owner determine that for themselves. We just basically, more or less, we... I don't want to say hired, but because we don't get paid, but we were asked to go to a, a location to do what we do and we collect the information and we do our very best to try to debunk everything. The stuff that we can't uh, figure out what could have been a cause for it, we put that in a little special basket right. in, in our computer and then we present that to them and it's up to them to determine because... If you have a homeowner or a business owner who is dead set on thinking that their place is haunted mm-hmm. and you tell them it's not, right? what do you think is going to happen?
1: Oh, they get a little upset. They so little upset.
3: we don't like to do that. We don't like causing any drama or ruffling any feathers and stuff. Um, so I mean, we just. It's the original,
1: inter- yeah, it's kind of like the original paranormal show. What was it Jason?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Thank
1: you. I mean, they, they did it that way. You know, they went in there and they did a bunch of what they could and what they couldn't explain. They went, we can't explain it.
3: Exactly. Um, there's unfortunately nowadays, there's a lot of people out there that, and and don't get me wrong. You know, I would love to be on TV, but, um, there's a lot of people out there that kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? that something isn't really something mm-hmm. just so they can be the next big thing. And, you know, if, if that's what you want to do, so be it. Um, unfortunately, um, I don't have the face or the mouth for TV. I, I, I don't have a brain, the mouth filter. And I think that <laughs> gets me in trouble all the time. Um, but there is a lot of people out there that, well, there's a lot of people out there that are doing it. Mm -hmm. for the right reasons in the right way in my opinion
2: right
3: there's others who who hide behind the the cloak of doing it the right way for the right way but if you look behind the cloak you know that they're not right unfortunately i i I know some like that (laughs) but it's all good whatever 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 makes you happy then be happy (laughs)
1: And then they don't like it when I show because I'm like I don't know I think about your equipment but I'll talk to them, I'll talk to them. Sure.
3: We I, I used to represent uh, um, a psychic. Her name is April. Who is um, she's awesome and um, uh, she doesn't use any equipment whatsoever either. And um, what's great about her and working with RTL and Flumery is. She de- she goes into a location, cold turkey, much like yourself, I would assume.
2: Yeah.
3: And so she doesn't know any information about anything. I
1: don't want to know a thing.
3: Um, but the things that she has told us that we already knew about because we've investigated this place many times.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, also, it correlates with the equipment that we're using. Mm-hmm. So as you know, the more equipment that you have that correlates with the situation that occurred yeah um, to me that's good data yeah so and it leans toward possibly something paranormal there Mm -hmm. um, when you have a psychic That is basically saying pretty much the same things that are going on with your equipment or with your you capture an EVP at the same time that she is starting to feel something like group all all that together. And that's that's it's good stuff. Yeah, good stuff.
2: It's good stuff.
3: So um, we we try to do things um, as thorough as possible when it comes to investigating. And then when we do our events, because there's a fine line between. True investigating and the entertainment part. Yeah. What we try to do in, at our flumery events is we try to erase that fine line and put them together. So not only are they learning stuff and learning it correctly,
2: mm-hmm. but
3: they're learning all this stuff from people that they admire on TV or from uh, podcasts or documentaries. And they're doing it and and also enjoying themselves at the same time. That's what we like to do. Um, right. I'm not saying other people don't do that, but um, just something about a flumery event is just a little bit different than others. And, um, you know, I, I say that proudly, but, mm-hmm. I, but I'm not trying to be uh, conceited about it. It's just, I'm very proud of what we do.
1: No, I, I get it because I've only done one, um guided tour Mm -hmm. of a ghost hunt and it was in wisconsin and i'll tell you what i i if thank goodness i decided to go on from that and do other things because if it wasn't for that i would have never done it again because the tour was literally come in we don't want crystals we don't want this we don't want that keep all your stuff out okay i get it but i understand it um and basically they split us up and we went into areas we sat down and they played with tools and they had conversations amongst themselves and never, every once in a while, they say, does somebody want to carry this around? And they kept handing it to the same person that would have pants that were like, you could hear the swish, swish, like women's pants. but it was a man like wearing parachute pants or something going swish. And that's all you could hear. It's was like, okay. Parachute pants. It was like, well, you know, the sound of a parent's the only way I can
3: Yes, like, I do. I used to wear them in the eighties during my breakdancing <laughs> film. I
1: had a few pairs. <laughs> we're about the same age, apparently. But, and that's all I could hear. And I thought, God, why why am I here? Why, you know? Now,
3: now let me be the interviewer for a second.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Where
3: where are you from?
1: Wisconsin.
3: (laughs) So that accent is a Wisconsin accent? Kind of. Okay, so where are you from? from?
1: Wisconsin. (laughs) Where you're going to get it from is one I pick up accents so super easy uh-huh. and accidentally it's an accident soup you know what I mean so I, for one thing is I've traveled the country first as a nurse and then now as a medium I go to a lot of different areas but you'll find a southern twang to my voice every once yes. in a while and It's And like where's that and I'll say y'all like perfectly and everybody's like but my sister lived in Texas for over 30 years before she passed away
3: Every um, once in a while, when you say some, I get a little, I get a little hint of English, like proper no. English, um, and then like like an Irish Scottish kind of thing.
1: Yeah, well, I've been to Scotland too. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm one of the very few people that could say I went to Ireland, got one night, got drunk, and came home.
3: <laughs> well, I went to an Irish pub and got drunk there for a few hours and went home too. But that's a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell
1: you what. We'll have to That's sit down and talk way. stories because you'll be like, You went and I did. I went to Ireland, literally showed up about three o'clock in the afternoon, was gone by seven o'clock in the morning and got cut off the ice cream about two thirty three AM. So there we go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we're gonna have to have a long talk after this show. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I think I knew a few people that were going to enjoy our drinking stories.
1: (laughs) There you go. The thing is, (laughs) is I won't drink anymore (laughs) because it's no secret. I've had had gastric bypass, so I'm a hoot now to get drunk because literally there's no buzz period. And it's like I, I take literally two sips and I'm wasted. Wait 15 minutes, I'm sober, and then I can do it again. It's not All much
3: right. fun hold anymore. On, hold on for one second. Christy Ayers, if you're listening, we need to look <laughs> her at the Josephine and have her there two days before the event so we can watch this.
2: <laughs>
1: Don't ask her that. She's listening. She just like, I where know. in Wisconsin? Okay. <laughs> and it's the lower part. I'm literally just over the border, Christy, just over the border, um, below, before, between the border of Wisconsin, just above Chicago and Madison. So...
3: Christy, awesome. we found we found ourselves a designated driver. We just got to be there in 15 minutes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Yes, I'll do drunken oracle.
1: Yes. <laughs> I love it. I am the designated driver now for everybody and I'm okay with that. I have more fun sober than ever and I, I can't say that. I used to have a
2: lot of fun drunk. So.
3: <laughs> yeah, we'll talk after the show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christy's like she's right around here also. I love that. I love that. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. So what is I am gonna think RGL has gotta be Ray, Tom, and Lloyd paranormal or something. No, I'm totally off. Well senses are gone.
3: <laughs> in the very beginning, it was real truth learned. Um I didn't I I didn't really like it. So the in, the end joke, the inside joke was Ray the loser or Ray the Lover um and then after that i just got tired of people asking so um rtl is just rtl there's as far as i'm concerned there's no meaning to it it kind of it kind of stands out when you don't have an acronym i don't get me wrong you know there's a lot of paranormal groups and they can do whatever they want that some of them have some pretty cool acronyms but i i I just i'm not a big fan of acronyms
1: and that works
3: um RTO is RTO. Flumery is Flumery.
1: <laughs> you're gonna make I can just forever you're gonna go Flumery. And y'all end up going flumery and you'll be like, ah, she'll never get it. <laughs>
3: Well, wait till we wait till if we ever get drunk together, you'll see it even come out because I got the big lips. I'll be flumery.
2: <laughs> I love
1: it. I love it. I will remember that because I have friends that are, you know, not Italian, but live there. And then one was born there and they're very strict on I can say Italian wines and dishes like no other. <laughs>
3: of yeah, just as long as you don't say uh, Olive Garden or Carrabba food. And then because if you do, you and I are going to have an issue.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I literally went, quit nursing for a while, worked for an Italian restaurant, not a real Italian restaurant where the, the cook was actually, the chef was actually born in Naples. Not He's American born in Naples. Uh, but no, we're carbonara and all of it is just, you know, it's the Perfect. correct pronunciations, on like bolognese sauce and all of it. We got I the am- correct pronunciations. Sienna Keep poking. wine, you, you know what I mean? Greco wine. You know, just, I can sell you, it. Give me your pocketbook. You, I can take your money and sell you Italian food all day long.
3: So you and I are going to be good friends.
1: There you go. I just can't. <laughs> do that's
3: just, yeah, that's how you say it with your lips sticking way up.
1: Yeah, I'm good. Just remember, be a duck when I say it. Be a duck. There I love you it. Go. Christy says no. she's from this area, but now she's in Kansas. I love that. You know, a lot of people in Wisconsin get caught up in that storm and end up in Kansas. I, I, that's popular.
3: <laughs> that's kind of funny that you were bringing up Wisconsin because I've been watching that that '70s show a marathon all morning. It's from
1: Milwaukee, it's from Milwaukee. It's really I'm, I'm literally that's an hour and ten minutes away from me, one highway no. gone.
3: There's um, a, a few events that um. I'd like to talk about it. Um, January fourteenth.
2: Please, Please do. I was um, going to ask you
3: about those. January fourteenth, we have an event at the Caswell Plantation in Chesterfield, Virginia. Um, that night, we're going to have one of our talents, uh, Forgotten Explorations, along with RTL Paranormal and special guest investigator Kelly Miller. Oh, okay. Um, she's um, a psychic from uh, Upper Northeast, and she- I've been friends with her for years, and she's amazing. Uh, She's a great person, great friend, very talented. Um, And then February 11th, I have – in fact, I'm supposed to make – I've been so behind. Um, I have to make a link, an event link for it. But February 11th, uh, we have an event at the Abandoned High School in (laughs) Goochland, Virginia. Yes.
2: Oh, okay.
3: Something about that name, Goochland, makes me smile. But anyway, um, Goochland in Virginia is um, the abandoned Central High School. A lot of history behind it. We feel that um, not only is the janitor there, Mm -hmm. um, I I can spill the beans. Um, We've been there a few times. Um, There there was a janitor that worked. It it was an all uh, African-American school. And um, all throughout the years for, I want to say, 30 to 40 years that it was a school, um, Mm -hmm. there was a a janitor there that he absolutely loved working there. And unfortunately, he was forced to retire uh, early, um, which caused him to go into deep depression. And um, it was thought that he hung himself in the school. Mm-hmm. But we found out through um, some re- research that it, it was a building, a farmhouse, not that far from the school, um, where he hung himself. So it was like a barn. Okay. Um, we feel like he's still there. And from the from day one that the school was open to um, them closing the school, they had one principal.
2: Right.
3: Um, we feel like his spirit is is still there as well because we feel like when you love something, it's almost like it's almost like a, an object. Um, right. When somebody cherishes an object so much, then when they die, um, their energy is imprinted in that object, yeah. which will cause activity. Right. Well, we feel like the janitor and the principal, their object was the school right. because they loved it so much. They loved all the students that. Uh, came in and out of that school. Um, right. So they stayed to make sure everything was okay. We've, um, we've captured EVPs, shadows, um, apparitions, um, equipment going off. Um, some, we have some video of things that we can't explain. Um, so January 14th, um, we're going to be at the abandoned high school. Um, hopefully I can get that link up so people can go to it. Um,
1: I think you do have the link for, the, um, I'm looking for the link for it.
3: I, I haven't even made it yet. Um, oh, okay. so, uh, but I do have the link for January 14th at Castlewood Plantation. Um, that link takes you to the Chesterfield, Virginia Historical Society, and they will, um, Take care of your uh, tickets and ticket information.
2: Okay.
3: Um, Then our big one in March. Well, actually, we have two. Um, March 4th, we have uh, the investigation on the USS North Carolina, uh, the battleship there. Um, We've investigated there a few times. I had an event there, uh, I want to say two years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Great place. Um, We did some filming with Forgotten Exploration for their YouTube channel there. Um, I can't remember when it was. I think it was November, maybe. Um, And I had my own personal experience there when I was doing a solo session that's going to be part of the the episode that they're going to air soon. Um, I can't say too much, but let's just say that I asked a question and I got a response.
2: Oh, okay.
3: Um, So um, I I would love for you guys to be a part of this event and come investigate with us. If you can um, go to the Flumery Promotions uh, Facebook page and uh, or the Ray Savino, uh, my personal page, Facebook page. And you'll, if you scroll down through all the weird memes and, post i make trying to make people laugh you'll find the link for it
1: yep, i um, also have the Flumery promotions i'll see up on the screen right now for people to see that and within the comments i have rtl paranormal up there also so
3: i'm sorry which what was the first page
1: i have Flumery bloomer- promotions <laughs> bloomerie
3: <laughs> so you stick your your lips out or not
1: <laughs> Bloomery. I got I need to go get some lip injections to do a correctly. Right
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have that problem. I have the. I have big monkey lips. Yeah, but,
1: I, mean, uh, I feel like I get duck lips. So, <laughs>
3: um, also here's another one that I need to make an event for uh, or at a link for it is March 25th. Okay. Um Blue Promotions is going to be in Gordonsville, Virginia, at the Exchange Hotel Civil War Medical Museum. Oh. Place- wow. You need to get there and visit and investigate it because you will love it, especially you.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, yeah, with your uh, with your voodoo psychic abilities.
2: There um, you go.
3: <laughs> that place, in my opinion, is probably the most is probably the second most active um, location in Virginia. Wow! Um, right under Saint Albans Sanitarium. Um, this place has um so much history to it um it's right next to a, a train track uh, an uh an active train tracks a train will come down once in a while um it ha- it used to be a civil war hospital for both um union and confederate soldiers um so there is a lot of different kind of energy running around there um There's a little girl that is in the main house. Uh, I forget her name, but I've had her, um, I've captured her voice on audio, uh, actually security cameras. We had security cameras around. And uh, we were setting up for an event and I can't remember exactly how she worded it, but she goes, it's something like, where's my mommy? And that's my mommy or something like that. But it was in a, such a really typical high pitched little girl voice
2: right.
3: and nobody caught it. Nobody acknowledged it or anything. Wow. Um, we also in the main building of the museum is the office where Tracy Bruner and, and Derek who run the, uh, the museum have their office. So they have a big, huge TV with the security cameras. Mm-hmm. So one of the cameras faces um, outside at a little building that they call the kitchen house,
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, where there's a couple of rooms in there where people can stay the night. Um, as we were watching the camera for the kitchen house, the upper bedroom on the left hand side of the building turned on and off by itself. Nobody was in there, wow. um, which <laughs> that was pretty cool. I liked That's it. Awesome. Um, so yeah, March 25th, as soon as I'm able to get the link completed, I will post that on the Flumery and Ray Savino pages, um, along with the abandoned high school one in in Goochland.
1: Goochland. Goochland. You're going to make me say every word that makes my lips go Goochland. (laughs) Like
3: every time I say that word, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm reminded of my father because my father would say stuff like that he, with this thick Italian accent. He was like, the goochlin.
2: Oh, I love
1: that. I love that. So, I know you said a little bit that people at the events come and they, they get to learn about the equipment. They get to do an investigation. They do all that. I think that is so incredible.
3: They do. Um, especially um, a lot of the people that go to the events, a lot of them are already in paranormal groups and stuff like that. They, they go for the experience, but there's a lot of people that, um, are not really into the paranormal like that, that come to just because they're curious or, um, they're trying to impress a girlfriend who's into the paranormal the other way around or, uh, stuff like that. Um, or you have the history buffs. Um, so, When they come and they have no idea, they start asking questions about what does this piece of equipment do and this one does, I start getting giddy and I start smiling and I'm like, oh, here we go. And I start explaining stuff. And that's the same with the rest of the people in Flumery. And what's fun about it is not only after you explain the theory behind the equipment, it doesn't mean that that's what it's supposed to do and that's what it's going to do because you can't. You can't determine anything in the paranormal. You can't prove that a piece of equipment is supposed to do exactly that. And that's what they did. No, you can't because everything in the paranormal is is theory and hear based. It's not, I mean, it's scientific to a point. Well, Um, in my
1: experience, I'm going kind of, but those are some stories. And you'd be like, what?
3: (laughs) Well, yeah. But, um, But when you, after you explain the equipment and the theory behind it, and then you tell them you want to use it. Oh. they they think that you just gave them the car the key the, the car keys to the bugatti they just like oh my god are you serious wow. and uh, you know that's that's another thing that i secretly enjoy is watching their face when you give them the equipment that they see on tv um to use um and then to <laughs> to watch them handle it like it's like a big piece of jewelry a crystal like they're holding it like they're afraid, like it's a baby. They're afraid they're going to drop it or something. Right. I'm, I'm like, don't worry about it. Just have fun with it. I mean, it's only four or five hundred dollars. I think I'm sure I could find it somewhere.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I laugh
1: about equipment because you know it's 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 how most people look at a medium like and they get skeptical. I look right. at equipment, and get skeptical, and like especially that box goes. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. I'm like, oh. Well,
3: it- it's funny because even though we use the equipment that, you know, a lot of the people use, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm more skeptical of the equipment than I am of people with abilities and gifts. Just because, just because I know what the equipment is said, what it's supposed to do, what it's said to do.
2: Yeah.
3: But I know maybe 95 99 point nine percent of the time
2: mm-hmm.
3: like you said it's just white noise coming out I don't know anything about your gifts and I'm not oh. going to and I'm not going to try to pretend that I do but oh. when when somebody goes into a location cold turkey and they're able to pick up on names and what they did at that place it's, um, different. it's different because how do they know the names? How do they oh. know when they were there or what their role was at that location? Because mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that, yeah. a lot of the information that is out there on like websites and, and, and all that, the stuff that we know about,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you're not going to find it in the website. You're not going to find it in a history book.
2: Exactly.
3: So for someone such as yourself who has a gift, um is able to pick up and i don't mean i don't mean psychics that are very vague they go oh i see a man with brown hair and overalls no i'm talking about ones that say i'm getting the name william he was a slave he wore this kind of hat he was in charge of um making sure the other um uh, servants were doing what they were supposed to be doing so they don't get in trouble and you know overseeing that's the stuff that you're not going to See in in a website and stuff. And that's the stuff that I pick up on when when we have a psychic on board. Right. Because that, you know, because, you know, there's a lot of them out there that do the, what do they call it? I think it's called cold calls where they kind of fish for stuff. Yes. And Uh, um,
1: cold readings. Yes. It's like being a car salesman. Yeah.
3: And, um, I don't know if you can tell by my angelic face, but when I was younger, I, I kind of—I was—I was a little bit of a troublemaker. So, um, right. and I don't know—I don't know what the SEC regulations are. So I'm gonna be nice about it. You can't BS a BS artist,
2: right? Right. So um,
3: <laughs> when when I feel like somebody is faking the funk, so to speak right Um, unfortunately once again my brain the mouth filter doesn't work and i'm going to call you out on it (laughs) so exactly
1: well and that's why i was talking about the equipment where i've i've always had this thing where it's like "Eh," but i'll tell you what three times now equipment has proven to me it works three times i mean like we talked about my name and um a year and a half ago i was on a shoot with a team and in my mind i thought I'm not going to believe that box anything unless it says my name. And it better come through clear. And that's what I said in my head. Didn't tell anybody else. And they got it on camera. The box says my name, clears, And we all about dropped. We're like, whoa. You know, I mean, it wasn't like.
3: It's not like your name is something common or easily mistaken for something else. Like my name comes up through, my name comes through the spare box um, almost all the time. Yeah. especially during echo Vox sessions, I don't really pay too much mind to it. The only time that I've ever um, believed that what came out of an echo Vox or a spirit box was indeed um, paranormal
2: mm-hmm.
3: was um, 2017. My father passed away from adenocarcinoma in um, mm-hmm. December first, and. About two months later, we did. I did a private investigation of um, a horse stable,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and we were in the woods doing an echo vox session. Um, right. And I, we didn't pay too much attention to what we, we you know, what were we doing during our session because one, I was more focused in asking the questions and stuff, and plus it was um, either the end of February or beginning of March, so. My petite figure couldn't handle the cold that much, even though I'm built like an egg. (laughs) But So afterwards, when I when I went home and I started reviewing all the audio and stuff and I was reviewing the echo box. um, My father's voice came out. Um, And at first it was and my father has a distinct voice. He has an Italian accent and he has a deep voice. And, um, uh, he used to call me for short for Raphael was Raf and Rafi. But in the beginning of the audio clip where my dad tried to Americanize himself, so to speak, where he tried to get rid of his accent, he would forcibly talk in a certain way that just made him sound like he was an extra and a spaghetti person. And, um you know he just sounded like he was really in a bad western movie um he had that ray kind of thing like a twang to it so in the beginning of the audio clip you hear him say ray a couple of times and then in his calm you know soft-spoken voice you hear him say rafi and it was his voice you cannot mistake it for anything else Mm -hmm. um i wasn't even thinking about my dad, at the, well, I think about my dad all the time, but when you're focused on something, something kind of, re, you know, you're focused on reviewing the audio. Right. So when I was focused on reviewing and I heard that my eyes and my head went up and I'm like, oh, that's that's dad. There's no mistake. And that was probably the only time that um, I considered the equipment to be doing what it's supposed to be doing um unfortunately that was the last time i've heard my father's voice but um oh you would have loved him
1: oh i bet you i'm just thinking he's got to be a right turning his grave i'm like a big old teddy bear is what i keep imagining
3: he's he, he was or he was five foot nothing um he had the big italian mustache he
2: uh,
3: he was very successful in his construction his masonry business so um he would be proud of his hard work he came from growing up with dirt floors and sweeping Mm -hmm. sweeping the dirt the dirt off the dirt floors you know because that was a chore to um having himself well established to the point where he had a nice home he had the the italian mr t beginner's kit necklace thing going on here with the right. shirt button down so everybody could see every chain um he drove italian cars uh um he was the typical italian that he had a wallet full of credit cards but he had in his front pocket a big old wad of money that he would just give to everybody and he wasn't doing that to be um conceited he was proud of his hard work right. and he wanted to reward people for their hard work
2: yeah
3: um So, yeah, he was, you know, I joke around about it with him when he was alive, but it was true. Like men wanted to be him because he was very successful and he was um, well respected in all aspects of whatever community he was a part of. He was well respected when he when he died. It passed um, the generals from the Italian embassy came to the funeral you know, stuff like that. Um, when he was still, when he was sick in the hospital, um, days before he passed away, his last Thanksgiving meal was at the hospital. Um, he saw a commercial or he saw a a news, uh, he watched the news and he was talking, they were talking about, um, the toys for tots. Yeah. And he told his girlfriend that was sitting there, he goes, uh, they Don't have any toys, and she was. We were trying to explain to him what toys and toys for tots was, and he goes, uh, Her name was uh Judy. Uh, she goes, Judy, just cut him a check for twenty thousand dollars, let him buy the toys. And we we're like, No, dad, that's not quite how that works. <laughs> so, um, we explained it to him, and he goes, Well, just take the check and buy twenty thousand dollars worth of toys. I'm like, Dad, okay, that's a chemo target talking now, but. <laughs> Um, when he passed away, um, in lieu of flowers and stuff like that, we put big boxes um, in the funeral home for people to donate toys.
1: Oh, that's amazing! That's beautiful
3: <clears throat> to honor him. So beautiful.
2: he was that.
3: he was well loved. So. Um, if I can take an inkling of his personality and charisma and his passion for what he did and putting it into paranormal events and stuff like that, then I can probably die a happy person because my dad was my hero. So
1: I think you already do that.
3: Yeah, but I can't find a cape.
1: (laughs) Christy, he needs a cape. (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh, she's still on i thought i made her fall asleep with all my talk no
1: no she's giving me advice on lipo from our from my lips instead of <laughs> she says just use a suction glass for five minutes instead it's cheaper i I'll have to try what, it
3: what is it the curling iron
1: there you go <laughs> i love it thank you for sharing that that is beautiful you know that is beautiful thank you you know oh.
3: Whenever I can, I always talk about him. He's a good guy.
1: I love it. We got a moment left, and I want to ask you if you were going to tell anybody anything, any piece of advice, any anything. What would you give them?
3: From after what I've learned um, the last six months or so is if you don't know how to love yourself and. Put yourself first and take care of yourself. You're not going to be worth anything to anybody else. Um, I've had a long and hard life um, that I always put to the side I never dealt with. Mm -hmm. Um, And now the past six months, whatever, kind of it all fell apart and everything is gushing out to the point where I have to deal with it um you can't be nice to people who have no um they don't have best your best interests at heart they're going to be selfish um you can't love other people that they're not that are not going to love you back Mm
2: -hmm.
3: um you cannot put all your energy into people that are basically vampires um so why not take that energy and turn it around and focus on yourself, and that's what I'm doing.
2: I love I'm that. Learning,
3: I'm learning a little bit more each day about myself. Um, I have a lot of work to do on myself, but um, it's my work. Yeah. So.
1: It's incredible. It's incredible um, when you can do that.
3: And hopefully, one day, when I feel like I make good process, and then maybe one day I can share what I learned. So other people don't make the same mistakes. So not everybody's me. perfect, but we are, what makes it perfect is if you can understand that you need to work on yourself, then you're halfway there. Yeah.
1: It's a beautiful journey, no matter how hard it is. Yes, ma'am. It's a beautiful journey. Well, thank you, Ray, for coming on, talking about mm-hmm. Blueberry productions.
3: Bloomery.
1: hello, right. Productions and RTL <laughs> <laughs> I
3: just wanted to see if you would put your lips out like that. Just, you
1: know Bloomery. It just I say Flumery and, and RTL. And <laughs> RTL.
2: And
1: then RTL. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on and talking thank about Thank you for all this, Hearing me. it and all of your stories so amazing and thank you. Thank you. It's all I can say is thank you.
3: Oh, thank you for having me. And I hope uh, to see you soon. Intent hint, to wink wink.
1: Hint, to wink wink. We'll have to talk for sure. Okay? Have your
3: people call my people. We'll do lunch. <laughs>
2: I'll call you.
3: <laughs> I got you. <laughs> there you go.
1: Beautiful.
2: beautiful. <laughs> let,
3: me, let me get my secretary.
1: <laughs> you go. That's where I go. Hey, I send you a message and say, Hey, Ray, call me. I need (laughs) (laughs) people. Please please put in your notes. You're supposed to call me so I can get people.
3: (laughs) That's right. That's
2: how that works.
3: I got my uh, marker board here, my calendar. I'll put that down.
2: Okay, perfect. (laughs) Perfect. Well, you have a
1: beautiful day, Ray. Thank you so much. For everybody else, I'll be back in a few minutes with your weekly reading. This is Diet here at School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com.
3: See you guys later.
0: Want to keep up with the latest at the station? How about catch up on your favorite shows on the go? download the free wltk db mobile app on the app store and google play watch listen and shop right from the palm of your hand the wltk db mobile app the truth is here and now get yours today
1: Welcome back. This is Diet here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. I've had the most amazing morning with um, Ray and Flumery uh, product, from Flumery Productions and RTL Paranormal. Um, that is a gentleman. I think we could talk for hours upon hours upon hours just about everything he's done, his life. Because trust me, guys, um, we we only touched literally very, very little. Very, very little. And, uh, but again, he's just such a dynamic gentleman and I wanted you guys to be able to meet him, follow him, um, go to some of his events. Cause trust me, he's just amazing experience. You're, you're not going to find elsewhere what you can find with him. So please take a moment, go into flumery, um, dot com. I want to put that back up for everybody. Um, flumery promotions, LLC, um, right there. Excuse me. Um find him go go check out some of these events they're amazing they're amazing so um let's do your five card stud today and we're going to use the halloween oracle aka my paranormal deck just because you know what i don't i i haven't found a paranormal deck yet that i i I want to sit with but i do love these cards so and for my producer todd he loves these cards so we're going to use these cards so as always guys we're going to go one through five um, pick any one, one, two, three, all four, all five of you on one, however many, you know the deal. Um, so card number one is the heart happiness in the hearts and homes. And if you pick card number one, this is what you're working at. You're really working on right here, right now. Okay. You know, cause like what Ray said, if you don't love yourself, you can't love anything else. And we're, we're, this is where you're sitting at. So if you pick number one, you are working on your own personal happiness. You're working on your own personal love for yourself and venturing forward with that. Card number two, the most magical hour is midnight. I love this, the most magical hour of all, and I love this card. Why? Because I know this card is gonna have um if I look in the book, it's gonna have a different meaning than what I'm looking at it for. But what I'm looking at this card is that you know what? You are at the, the hour of beginning, the hour of creation, okay? Because if you look at midnight as midnight, yeah, most people go midnight is like middle of the night. How is that the hour of the beginning? But if you're looking at military time, that is double zero, guys. And I'm looking at the time is now for you. And that's what this means to me is that the time is now, whatever you're looking at, if you've had a question, should I or should I not do something? I'm going to say it's it's now. It's, it's, it's not an hour never, but it's the time is now to get started on something. Um, card number three is the strength card and looking at this card, it's going within. Okay. You've done, and I love this card because whether you're in a tarot, tarot, tarot deck or some other deck, when you're looking at the strength card, this tells me you have gone through a lot. You've gone through your paces. You've had one heck of a life and you were on top of everything. And you're bringing that strength of everything you've experienced, everything that you've processed, and you're taking this into the future. And you're finally at that place that you're rebuilding, you know who you are, and you're able to grow within that, okay? Card number four, the fortune meets opportunity. I like this, the black card, the fortune meets opportunity card, okay? Card number four really is coming down to guess what, guys? It's happening. It's happening. Opportunities are all around you. Things are happening. Things are saying, hey, we're here. It's time to say yes. This is your time again. So trust me, if you pick number four, this is where I'm telling you opportunity is meeting. It's time to, you know, it's been knocking and it's time for you to open the door and walk through. And card number five, risk and reward. Risk and reward. Oh my God, what a hard card to digest. Literally. Risk and reward, okay? This is going to kind of go off that opportunity card a little bit. Why? Because there's very few things in this life that you do that you get great rewards that you don't go put some sort of a risk in, involved with it, okay? I mean, think about it. If you buy a house, you're putting up a lot of risk to buy a house, but to have all the benefits of owning that house, look at the reward, and you get some money down into it, and then all of a sudden it's worth more in the long run. And Everything you do in life is going to have some risks involved. Everything is going to have some risks. But with that, you're going to have reward with it, okay? You're going to have reward, okay? So trust me, that's an amazing card. Card number one was at heart. It's a happiness of the hearts in your homes. It starts here at midnight. It was card number two. Um, and it's really, it's, it's, your time is now to get started. Card number three is the strength card. You you know what? Everything is pulled together. You are a very strong person and you're ready to walk into your future. Card number four is that fortune meets opportunity. It says that the opportunity is right there. You need to knock. It's knocking. You just need to answer. And card number five is that risks and reward. You need to take risks to have some reward, guys. And Tim, oh my gosh, it's okay. You're late down and it's okay. Isn't it great that this is on replay? And I love the fact you've had a strangely busy day. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm glad, Lori. You love the cards today. I love that. And hopefully, they all made sense to everybody. Now, guys, I hate to tell you this. I'm going to. Um, I'm going to be going over the list of shows really quick. Um, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> They're going to get changed later on this week, darling. Um, so. Literally, um, I'm gonna go over these and then we're gonna jump off just because circumstances are saying I gotta get the heck out of Dodge a little bit quicker than normal. Um, and then we're gonna go from there. But I do want to go over the list of shows because i got the new updated shows and we got a lot of oh my god, we got so many shows, guys. This is awesome. Monday as always is a school through spirit with myself. Where's the confirmation card? What confirm Oh you're right! Oh my god, I got called out. I got called out. Tara's like, I need my confirmation card. You're right. You're right, Tara. (gasps) I'm so naughty. Let's do it. We're going to do it from the Sacred Forest Oracle deck um, of Denise Lynn. Let's pull it from that card. Let's pull it from that deck, guys. Okay, let's pull this confirmation card. It's all about family. It's all about the family. I like this card. I do like this card because it's bringing together where you know, when you look at yourself, where's your family at? Where is your family at? Now, your family might be blood, it might be something you married into, it might be your friends, it might be a community, whatever it might be, it's coming together. But kind of look to family to kind of help you with some of this stuff, and bring it all together for you. Okay. So there you go, Tara, and everybody else listening, or your... For your confirmation card. Oh my God, I cannot believe it. I was in such a hurry to read off the shows. I I didn't even bring a second deck out. <clears throat> and again, guys, if my new deck shows up next week, we're using that one. Okay. So, School Through Spirit, Monday mornings, um, 9 to 11. Um, remember, as far as I know, I'm still the only two-hour show. And we're going to keep it that way for a while. After me is Monday Morning Monsters with Barnaby Jones. He's at noon. Tonight is Be the Change with Christina Bloom at 8 p.m. And then she turns around again at 9 and does the Paranormal Room with Christina Bloom and Logan Jacobson. Tuesdays, we start open with Exploring the Paranormal with Heather Lee at 9 a.m. And just so you know, she is one of Ray's clients, just so you know. Slipstream Shaman with Todd Wilcox is at 12. That's a newer show, guys. Um, Myself um, and... Uh, Mike Hatchard we are doing unfiltered with Diet and Mike at 6 pm Tuesday nights Do you notice that change up it's permanent guys we had so much fun last Tuesday so much fun changing up with me doing readings and him doing life coaching and so many people gave us so much amazing feedback we've switched up so it's now unfiltered with Diet and Mike at 6 p.m um moment to moment with Linda hope is at 7 p.m and paranormal Pete with Pete orbea is at 10 p.m Wednesday starts off with our very own Deidre Sanford at self-care. What's Paranormal got to do with it at 10 a.m.? The Psychic um, Hour with Kelly Brickle is at 3. Seeing Beyond with Kelly Eckhart and Cheryl Murphy is at 6. Um, and Missy and Nicole, they're on break right now. We're going to hope they come back. Um, Thursday mornings, we start with char- Chat with Charlie with Stephanie Lynn at 9 a.m. The Tyson's Gift podcast with Brian with Brandon, Brandon Wainwright at 6 p.m. Realm of Darkness with Rennie Rodriguez and Ashley Moreno is at 7 p.m. And the Afterlife Chronicles with Nicole Strickland is on at 8 p.m. And Voice of Oneness with Amara Bonet is on 10 p.m. Now, Friday's is I cannot wait. It is Soul and Synergy Radio with Terry. Flick and Danny Loosemore at uh, 10 a.m. starting January 20th. It's my birthday, and you guys know Terry and Danny because they have hosted my show so many times, and you guys love them so much that they're making their own show, and I'm so happy about it. Um, We have got the Psychic Hour Reading Show with Miss Kelly Brickle at 3 p.m., and if you got your numbers, oh, my God, there's nobody better than Kelly, so make sure you don't miss that. She's a phenomenal psychic. Twilight Tonight with Dee Dee Moonflyers at 6 p.m. New Bridge Radio with Kevin Mackey at 7 p.m., Twisted Ascension with Caden and Alyssa Mask at 8 p.m., and Haunted Voices with Todd, um, Todd Bates and Nicole Strickland at 10 p.m. Oh, that's a lot. That was a lot of breathing, I'll tell you what. Now I want to talk about next week's guest for a moment before I say goodbye here. Before I say goodbye, I got to get in the right month, though. Um, let's put this out. I'm always a week ahead, always a week ahead, Mary Jane Burger. Mary Jane Brigger. This lady is phenomenal. Um, God, she's been doing trans mediumship and healing, and just oh, she's just become such a soul sister, such a soul sister, so amazing in so many so many aspects. And I cannot wait to share her with you. So please come on next week and um and 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 learn about her and just how awesome she is. Okay. Um, you're going to love her. You're going to love her. Okay, guys, with that being said, I'm going to let you all go a little bit early tonight. This is Beauty and here. When is Terry and Danny show again? It is 10 a.m. Friday, starting January 20th. By the way, guys, that's my birthday. I'm going to be 52, 52, January 20th. So on my birthday, when Danny and Terry come on, you got to tell them it's my birthday. <laughs> That's all I know if you guys all watch because they're going to come back to me and say, How many people had to tell us it was your birthday? <clears throat> anyway, you guys have a fabulous afternoon, great week. If you're sticking around, I'll see you tomorrow. This is Diet here with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB.com.
0: The truth is here and now on WLTKDB Talk Radio at WLTKDB.com.